you're a cowboy today. You don't act like the man from the stories I've heard. That's the thing about being a grandfather. I get to do all the things I wish I'd done with my children. <laughs> and the things I regret. Well, I have to do different. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Luggedall Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com. Photo, video, digital media production. Today we're discussing Yellowstone. That western show that literally everyone and their mother has been talking about. Yeah, I don't think I know anyone personally watching. Oh, maybe I lied. My aunt, my uncle, they're watching Yellowstone. I've heard podcasters talk about it. I've heard a lot of people talk about it. I've uh, heard that it's like the number one show on cable, which is why I haven't seen it yet. So it took me a while to get a hold of it, kind of wrangle it down. But uh, I finally got around to watching the first episode. So the first episode is all we're going to kind of discuss. I'm going to talk briefly in a non-spoiler section for anyone that's just wondering in wondering what a hell the Yellowstone is besides the national park um in uh, the midwest of the United States but uh but what what is so keen about this show what's gripping about it well for starters um going off of it Yellowstone is an American drama television series created by Taylor Sheridan um Taylor Sheridan I believe was uh one of the main writers and um, what was it? Uh, actor, screenwriter, director for, uh, I think he was featured in Sons of Anarchy and Veronica Mars. And now he's basically, um, uh, oh yeah. And he did Sicario 2015. That was one of my favorite movies, um, that year, as well as Hell or High Water, which is a phenomenal movie with Chris Pine. So, uh, Taylor Sheridan is definitely making his way downtown and, um, in you know in the industry is what i'm saying and i'm pretty much from what i hear he's just cranking out several television shows at one time it's pretty impressive and he's like head writer for the majority of them to my knowledge um so continuing on uh this is created by taylor sheridan and john linson um it premiered in june 20th uh 2018 wow was that not too bad of a time i guess (laughs) um on the Paramount Network. The series stars Kevin Costner, Wes Bentley, Kelly Riley, Luke Grimes, Cole Hauser, and Gil Birmingham. The series follows the conflicts along the shared border of a large cattle ranch, an Indian reservation, and land developers. And it's kind of the push and pull of the struggle of, you know, who's on what what who's on whose land who owns this cattle who owns this mountain and what can we do with it and you know how much can we uh leverage it to either make a profit or just settle or have a reserve like some sort of like indian reserve and so there is that push and pull from that kind of geopolitical side of it um the series uh the series fourth season premiered on november 7th 2021 in February 2022, the series was uh, renewed for a fifth season, which will be split into two installments of seven episodes each. So it's categorized as a drama neo-western, and um, 
like I said, it stars a lot of people you've seen either on the big screen, like movie stars. Uh, got big names like Kevin Costner, even Kelly Riley. Um, uh, I haven't seen Cole Hauser on too much. I, I, no, actually, he's been on a decent amount of stuff. Um, yeah, he, he's he's a star too. Too Fast, Too Furious, Goodwill Hunting, Days and the Confused. Um, you know, Olympus Has Fallen. These are these are big movies. Um, let me see if there's anything else. Higher Learning. Yeah, there's these are big movies that these actors have been in. So you're not going in with actors that you don't know or you haven't seen before. Unknown faces, fresh faces. Um, currently, there's four seasons, around 39 episodes. This first episode was an hour and a half. Um, and that's without commercials. I was just like, oh, goodness. Um I wasn't sure if I was going to enjoy it, but I think that the views alone, the cinematography is absolutely gorgeous. Um, I was, um, well, I like to say head over heels for the cinematography just because of how beautiful the landscaping is. It almost feels like you're watching like a nature doc at some points because all of the, all of the B-roll is just kind of like mood building in, in a way. Um, so yeah, some of the episodes are around 40 minutes, and some are as long as 92 minutes. So, uh, let me see what else we got. The distributors, Paramount Media, and it, I know this this sort of spinoff show, 1883, I believe. Is that the one? Yeah, 1883 is like a prequel to it. So, um, let me see if I can find this first episode real quick. Da, 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 da. Okay. This okay. So we're gonna start talking about this first episode and just a real quick kind of synopsis about it. And if there's anything I want to kind of go more in depth about it. But I mean, it, there's only one, one or two big things. I guess uh, big things that happen in this first episode. A lot of it is plot building and understanding the the family dynamic, uh, the family that owns one of the the main pieces of land that we're following. And of the Kevin Costner's family, and um, yeah, so let me go into it real quick, and we'll continue on. So I expect you to either have watched the show or uh, you're ready to be spoiled. Let me get a little coffee so we can start this morning off correctly. I, something about a nice little Yellowstone show in the morning on a Sunday feels pretty nice. I don't know about you. Mm-mm. Mm. Okay. Season 1, Episode 1, Daybreak. Directed by Taylor Sheridan. Written by Taylor Sheridan and John Linson. John Dutton, patriarch of a mountain ranching family and owner of the largest ranch in Montana, fights to defend his land and his family from the modern-day forces that threaten his way of life. Criminals, land developers, and Indian reservations. And America's first national park. I've actually visited Yellowstone. It is absolutely gorgeous. Um, I was probably about 12 when I went, so it's been so you know quite a, quite a long time since I've been there. But I do remember how beautiful it was. We just traveling through, I think it was Idaho. I, 
to my knowledge, Yellowstone is in several different states. I think it's in Montana, Idaho, maybe a little bit in Utah. I'm not 100% sure, but it's so big that, uh, you know, it goes on from many, many miles. It's it, You could almost say it's its own state itself, but um, it's it's beautiful. I'm glad it's there. And uh, when, I, when I was um, traveling through Yellowstone, I know this is a little side topic, um, but it changed uh it changed seasons all in one day that was the craziest thing i i remember it was like i think we were driving for maybe five or six hours and it went from like sunny to rainy to snowy to back to sunny again in like the course of the six hours we were going i remember seeing buffalo crossing the um roads and i think we saw a bear from really far ways and um moose as well i think we went to go see old faithful which is the geyser that goes through that it was just a really really awesome time um i think old faithful is in yellowstone sometimes i get that mentally confused with uh alaska i went to alaska when i was a little bit younger too that was a really interesting trip so anyways that was a kind of a side tangent of what we were talking about but yeah so basically it's a lot of setting up the family it's understanding um the dutton family um let me see if i can get the characters lined up i don't have the okay so yeah we have uh Kevin Costner is John Dutton, a widowed sixth-generation patriarch of the Dutton family who operates the Yellowstone Dutton Yellowstone slash Dutton Ranch, the largest contiguous ranch in the United States. Um, and so, let me see who else we got. Luke Grimes is Casey Dutton, a former U.S. Navy SEAL, and John and Evelyn's youngest son in the first season. Um, I'm not going to go too far, far into it because I don't want to spoil myself or anyone else. Um, Kelly Riley as Bethany Dutton, a uh, financer, and John and Evelyn's third child. So it's you're kind of understanding that the Duttons are this, you know, this big ranching family, and all of them kind of have these intricate backgrounds. And what's interesting is kind of how they portray themselves. Some of them are a little bit more shady, and then other ones are a little bit more... Um, uh, washed and clean and pressed like Wes Bentley as Jamie Dutton, an attorney aspiring politician and John and Evelyn's second oldest child. <clears throat> and, uh, then we have old Rip, um, Cole Hauser, uh, Rip Wheeler is, uh, the ranchman foreman at the, uh, Yellow Yellowstone Dutton ranch. And he's John's right hand man and enforcer. Um, let me see if there's anything else in there. Uh, Kelsey Asbelli, I think I'm saying that right. I'm sorry if I'm not. As Monica Long Dutton, Casey's uh, Native American wife, and John Dutton's, sorry, John Dutton's daughter-in-law. And uh, yeah, don't want to go too much further without um, checking out everything else or seeing some more episodes because I don't want to spoil us. So yeah, it's it's the push and pull of uh, the dynamic lines of who owns what land. And it, it's a little bit more interesting than what I'm describing just because of the visualization. And I know this is a podcast, but the visuals are just stunning. It just feels like they put on a super wide lens and they 
boosted the colors just a little bit and it is just fucking oh my gosh the cinematography you know there's a lot of shots of people walking through uh ferns and fields and buffalo and creeks and stuff like that it's just like my goodness it's a even if you don't like the show you could probably just put it on in the background on the tv and you would enjoy it just for watching the uh the aspect of how beautiful it is and and there's something interesting about it too um i'm i'm kind of noticing this a little bit more um as as just a reviewer when you something about watching television even though you're not actually there but it just feels breezy i i don't know why like after watching yellowstone i feel like i've actually been in a park for a couple hours or something like that an, an hour um I, I feel like my oxygen is like better or something like that versus like if you watch something and people are stuck inside the entire time or stuck in a box i, I you know i'm just saying i i just watched the batman so it kind of felt a little bit uh dark and dingy and as opposed to bright and breezy even though there's this crime even though there's all this underground crime syndicates going on and not underground crime syndicates but there's definitely some shadiness going on that fargo-ness of uh yellowstone it still feels like wow it still feels like a breath of fresh air because it's just such a beautiful sight i don't know something mentally about it just is it's kind of eye-opening, and it makes me wonder why it's taken this long to really go out there, because um, the Midwest is beautiful to shoot, and I guess the people just don't really associate it with high funk, high production value, uh, you know, uh, television or movies. I think more movies when I think of, like, Midwestern shots and stuff like that. Um, the biggest thing that comes to mind would be, like, a Better Call Saul from like Albuquerque shots, like the cinematography in Better Call Saul. So beautiful when they're out in the middle of the desert and stuff like that. It's just like, oh my goodness, you can just soak it in. But after watching that, I feel like I've been beaten down in the sun. This feels way more like I've been, you know, just, you know, wading in the creek, you know, hiking a little mountain. It just feels breezy. It feels great. Something, something weird about it. Um, so yeah, um, not too much more I want to say about this first episode, but the cinematography is is very breathtaking. The acting is uh, on par. I have a feeling <clears throat> there's going to be this, like, people are getting, like, branded and stuff. I don't know if it says Yellowstone YS or something like that, or if it just says Y. I'm kind of not really sure what it is. Um, and I'm trying to figure out what, what that is all about. I understand that's probably going to be the... I keep saying that's the underground crime, but I'm just assuming that's what it is because, um, you know, of what we saw in the first episode. Um, I don't have the guy's names. Let me see if I can pull up the uh, IMDb real quick so I can talk about people's names a little bit more specifically. So the Cole Hauser, the Rip Wheeler character, bust in and uh, tasers that one guy, Jimmy White, Jimmy uh, Herdstrom. And then he's like, all right, now you're going to get branded. It's like, okay. I I was a little bit confused on that, but, you know, it it feels like by the numbers a little bit with they're like, okay, for this first episode, it's got to be beautiful. It's got to have high production value. we got to introduce the family. we got to introduce that banker asshole that wants to take over the land. We want to introduce the uh, the Native American Native American culture, population, and their struggles, 
And that's complete. I thought those all those scenes were very. Um, they are by the numbers, like they're checking off boxes to make sure people understand the show. But they were also informative. Uh, I, I like this the one scene with uh, um, Gil Birmingham. I really like him from uh, Hell or High Water. He was great in that. Um, but he, how he talks about how how he thought he was uh, Mexican, I believe, or his parents told him he was Mexican for a while, saying that the ridicule he'll get as uh, being called quote unquote Mexican will not be nearly as painful as being called or being ridiculed as a native american and i was just like wow this is pretty in-depth and pretty eye-opening for what i would consider this show is a little bit more on the conservative side um i feel like you know it's it's kind of catering to that middle america conservative base but it still is kind of eye-opening in a way that i think that would help that that demographic understand the struggles of diverse diversity even within people of color and how um you know it's not just it's not just one-way racism there's so many different layers and so many different aspects to it that i thought that line was pretty pretty insightful considering um the you know the writers behind it I, which i believe is two white men you know taylor sheridan i believe john linson's white as well um so i did think that that was kind of beneficial maybe gill was able to kind of put have some input or something um but yeah so i did find some of the plot details of this first episode to be kind of by the numbers and Int- introduce everybody um let's have the uh rip wheeler character spice it up a little bit and brand this one guy and then immediately after he goes and has has some spicy sex with kelly riley's beth dutton character and beth is almost to the t what i would kind of expect her character to be if you ever seen uh, kelly riley and stuff she she can play kind of ominous and cold and now she's playing ominous, cold, and sexy as hell, all in one blend. And she's using it all to kind of manipulate and get what she wants. Um, so she's going to be an interesting character to watch. I don't have much sympathy for her at the moment because she's she's been almost terrible to everyone she's uh, she's encountered and kind of an ass. So... Um, let me see if there's anything else we need to do or cover. Yeah, I did feel like it's kind of, like I said, by the numbers. This first episode, um, we, what's this, what's this fucking name? Um, okay, so the first episode, we lose Lee Dutton, and that was just, I mean, I didn't really care about him that much and so that was where i had the i had the problem not the problem i just first episode we obviously got to get the hook and i was like okay the hook is the death of i think it's the eldest dutton played by dave annabelle and uh i'm more intrigued i'm not like super interested with the crime stuff i can kind of i just feel like the crime stuff's going to be very by the numbers sorry all right there's gonna be some sort of bad guy there's going to be the banker asshole and then there's going to be a dispute with the native american reservations 
and the population of and having some maybe interesting conversation between uh one of the main characters uh what the hell is this guy casey dutton i believe yeah the one of the main characters casey dutton um his wife being monica dutton and them having kind of an inter i think that's considered an interracial relationship um i kind of hope to have a little bit of more insight on that but um i'm i'm curious if they're going to kind of explore that route because it did feel like we went from high intense action scene now we need a little bit more sex in this we need to spice it up with a little bit of sex i will say the the beth dutton and rip was it the the beth and rip uh sexy in the beginning i was like god dang this is intense for a, a cable network show i'd be like um i was pretty surprised that they would go that far because i feel like i don't even see that type of sex I, it's still fully clothed but i don't feel like we even see that kind of sex on uh movies anymore i feel like you have to almost go to like hbo max or something like that to get anything spicy but i was like okay so we're going for the 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 action was okay and then go with a little bit of spice of sex and i was like all right so it's it's getting you know the 40 year olds and 50 year olds they're waking up after that so they're what 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 <laughs> you know see that's when uh the midwesterners in uh montana like jim wake up wake up they're having sex they're having sex <laughs> oh my goodness so um yeah, the that first episode we lose the I think it's the eldest Dutton and we kind of see the struggles of how the Duttons have lost uh, we see how Kevin Costner's character is kind of struggling with the loss of other Duttons in in the in the flashbacks or the flashes in his head and Casey has some sort of background where he's kind of been a little shady, something with his son, something something about Kevin Costner can't really see his grandson. Um, I'm still trying to figure out that dynamic. Uh, I know everyone that's already seen the show is like, God dang it, you're not saying you're saying everything wrong. It's like, all right, I only watched the first episode, so just give me a little bit of time to watch it. I probably will crush this show pretty quickly. I'm only seeing nine episodes, and um, I killed uh, Ozark seasons two three and four and a half or whatever that is um like three or four days it didn't take me long at all so just give me a little bit and i'll probably crush this yellowstone season one and so i can at least be in the cultural conversation of the zeitgeist of knowing of what the fuck this yellowstone is um yeah and see what it all what it's all about so let me know what you thought about the episode one, season one of Yellowstone. Please, no spoilers for anybody that's not caught up, such as myself. Um, you know, I hopefully will crush the episodes pretty quickly. But if I get some decent reception on this first podcast of Yellowstone, we'll continue to cover it. So um, thank you for listening, watching Yellowstone, uh, Yellowstone. Thank you for watching Yellowstone. Thank you for watching Look at Our Podcast, Yellowstone, Season 1, Episode 1. Take it easy. I'm a cowboy. I'm still right. Stop it, John. Watch me. Mountain.
new series Wednesday, June 20th at 9 on Paramount Network.